Good morning. The, municip uh, the Municipal Officers Electoral Board of the City of Naperville this December 16, 2022 is called to order pursuant to the dupe notice and pursuant to the Illinois Election Code and Illinois State Law. Roll call. Chair, call. Here. Gallagher. Here. Henderlong. Here. Good morning, my name is Steve Cherico, Mayor of the City of Naperville and Chair of the Naperville Electoral, Electoral Board. This meeting of the Municipal Officers Electoral Board for the City of Naperville is being held in response to an objection filed against the nomination petition of Tiffany Steffens for the Office of Mayor, case number 22-03. This meeting is being video and audio recorded and is being streamlined online. Stream is being is streaming online. The meeting is also being transcribed by a certified court reporter. Please keep that in mind while speaking. The court reporter will let us know if she is unable to transcribe what is being said. Deputy uh, City Clerk Nancy Bright will be keeping minutes of the meeting. Please be sure to provide copies of any documents that need to be part of the record of this meeting to go to City Attorney Mike DeSano, uh, so he may relay them to the court uh, reporter and to the Deputy Clerk for the record. At the previous board meeting, in addition to deciding uh, the first two objections, the board voted to adopt rules and authorize City Attorney DeSanto to direct the hearings. Those actions remain in effect for this meeting. Are there any questions before we continue? Okay, Mr. DeSanto. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I hereby call the third case, 22-03, uh, Amapur versus Steffens. The parties to this case, please step forward and have a seat. Uh, I note for the record that on December 15th, 2022, this hearing was opened by the Electoral Board and the objection petition, nomination petition, the call, and attorney appearances were admitted to the record as board exhibits. Uh, pursuant to the joint request of the parties, the electoral board issued two subpoenas and continued the hearing to today. At, at this time, I ask the parties to identify themselves, beginning with the objector. Uh, thank you, Ross Seckler, S-E-C-L-E-R, appearing on behalf of the objector. Are you on? I think you may have to press the, usually there, press you the right. there you go. There you go. Now you're on. <laughs> okay, Carrie Lynn Krafthefer, K-R-A-F-T-H-E-F-E-R, -E -E on behalf of candidate Tiffany Steffens, who's also present here today. Thank you. Uh, both parties have been provided with a copy of the board rules, and the hearing procedure was discussed at the previous board meeting. Uh, does the objector have any preliminary motions to raise? No preliminary motions at this time. We do have... Um, Council and I spoke, and if it's appropriate now, or we could proceed um, and do this in a little bit. We do have a few stipulations um, that we've worked out uh, and would like to offer to the board, and I guess read them to the record. That would be. Uh, let me make sure there's no preliminary motions yeah, yeah. by the candidate. Any preliminary motions on behalf of the candidate? No. Um, please proceed with the stipulations, uh, board. Just so you know, these are um, items that the parties have agreed to that would be stipulated as evidence on the record. Okay. Um, so. Uh, and, and counsel, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm reading our, we've exchanged emails to prepare this. So, um, the stipulations are that on November 23rd, 2022, the candidate filed her nomination papers, which included a statement of candidacy, a loyalty oath, and petition signature sheets. The statement of candidacy and the petition sheets state that the candidate's address is 3103 Anna Marie Lane in Naperville, Illinois, 60564. Number two. On October 17, 2017, the candidate was a registered voter uh, at 500 Station Boulevard, apartment 501, Aurora, Illinois, which is in Naperville Township, DuPage County, 
uh, state of Illinois. Uh, her voter registration in DuPage County was canceled on November 7, 2022. Uh, well, the, the candidate has not voted in DuPage County since 2020. The candidate voted in, the candidate did vote in DuPage County with the registered address of 500 Station Boulevard, Aurora, Illinois, 60504 in, in the November 3, 2020 general election and the November 6, 2018 general election. The candidate voted in Will County with the registered address of 3103 Anna Marie Lane, Naperville, Illinois, 60564 at the November 8, 2022 general election. On September 15, 2021, the candidate entered into a purchase and sale agreement to purchase a home to be constructed on the property of 3103 Anna Marie Lane in Naperville, Illinois. On June 30th, 2022, the candidate was listed as a grantee on a special warranty deed conveying 3103 Anna Marie Lane, Naperville, Illinois, 60564 in Will County to the candidate individually. Said specialty warrant, special warranty deed states that the candidate's, candidate resided at 500 Station Boulevard, which is in the city of Aurora, Naperville Township, DuPage County, Illinois. On November 6, 2022, the candidate registered to vote in Will County, Illinois at the, at the 3103 Anna Marie Lane, Neighborville, Illinois, 60564 address. Uh, and the relevant elections for mayor of Neighborville would be held on either February 28, 2023, if a primary was necessary, and, and April 4, 2023. Can we get a copy of that, or do we have a copy? Of that stipulation, of that record, I can I can forward it to the uh, council if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, there was a lot of we, information, I, a lot of dates. I, and I know. <laughs> if if we can have uh, somebody make some copies, if you can forward it, that'd be great. Thank you. Let me let me just verify um, from the candidate: um, is uh, do you agree to those stipulations as they were read into the record? Yes. And so those stipulations will be accepted and adopted into the record. Maybe we'd like to pause until we get those in writing? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of information. And I, okay. I would like to just look at some of those dates and right. addresses and stuff. We'll, we'll take a brief recess then in order to print that yeah. and bring that out. Great. Okay, to resume, um, we've shared a document uh, that I'm going to be marking Exhibit D5. Um, do the parties agree that these are the stipulations that were read into the record and any objection to them being admitted to the record as evidence? No, no objection. Thank you. They're so admitted. Any other stipulations or preliminary matters? Uh, objector, you may proceed with the uh, presentment of your case in chief. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Board, uh, Council. Uh, thank you uh, for, for the opportunity to, to present this case. Um, this is an important case uh, regarding uh, one major issue. There's one issue in this objection is that of durational residency. Um, and the allegation is that the candidate does not meet those durational residency requirements within the city of Naperville in order to qualify to 
uh, run and hold the office of mayor of the city of Naperville. Um, according to section uh, 3.1-10-5 of the Illinois Municipal Code, the candidate was required to be a resident of the city of Naperville, Naperville for at least one year preceding the, elect, uh, the election. Um, either under, if there were, were a primary, but uh, either under the February or April uh, election, uh, as, as the documents and uh, evidence will show, uh, the candidate is not, hit, did not uh, meet that durational residency requirement. And in fact, the earliest that the candidate could have claimed residency in the city of, uh, city of Naperville uh, would be probably June 30th of 2022 when she uh, acquired her current residence in the city of Naperville by a special warranty deed. Um, we previously submitted and tendered to opposing counsel as well as counsel for the board for the, for the board itself a series of documents that I'd, I'd like to go through and just mark and, and label for, for identification purposes. Um, exhibit one would be the uh, special Tiffany Stevens special special warranty deed dated June 30th, 2022 for the 3103 Anna Marie Lane, Naperville, Illinois, 60564. Uh, that copy has been, uh, uh, like I said, tendered to the board previous uh, in advance of this hearing, uh, as well as to opposing counsel. Any objection to the admission of that exhibit? No. So admitted. The next, the next documents are, was initially from a FOIA request, there's the DuPage County voter certification, um, it, but the, it will mark this as uh, objectors exhibit two, uh, the DuPage County, it's a z z voting certification document, but additionally uh, pursuant to the subpoena that this board issued, um, we've tendered to opposing counsel and, uh, and to the board um, the actual certification uh, from uh, of Ms. Tiffany Stevens from the DuPage County Clerk, uh, and talk uh, and showing her re voter registration address uh, at 500 Station Boulevard, apartment 501, Aurora, Illinois, uh, Township Naperville, and that that voter registration. She had registered to vote there in October of 2017, and that voter registration status in DuPage County is currently canceled. Any objection to the admission of that exhibit? No. So admitted. Is there a date of one that was canceled? Yeah, we, uh, it'll be on the Will County one, but it was canceled, I believe, in uh, November 7th or 6th of 2022. Okay, so it, it automatically cancels when a new address is registered. It, it, in a different county. Gotcha, they, okay, thank you. The, the theory is they talk to each other. But Got it. You know. <laughs> um, the, the next is a, it's a, just a copy of a duplicate tax bill from uh, 500 Station Boulevard in Aurora, Illinois, and showing the various taxing bodies and districts that that address is located in. Um, and confirming that it's in the city of Aurora, uh, Naperville Township, uh, in including the various school districts, uh, District 202, College of DuPage, uh, College of DuPage, uh, School District 204, excuse me, um, and in other various local units of local government. And I, I will note and, and, and advise that 
uh, that's in a rental building, so I believe so the tax bill is not in the candidate's name. It's just to show the location of that complex. Uh, Mr. Seckler, just to be clear, the third exhibit from the objector is, is the um, duplicate property tax bill, is that correct? Correct. Any objection to the admission of that? No. So admitted. Uh, Objectors exhibit four would be the Will County voter registration records um, and showing that the candidate uh, had been registered to vote in Will County up until or had been voting in Will County up until 2016, um, and then had re showing a re-registration on November 6, 2022, um, and voting in the November 8, 2022 general election. That's exhibit number four, Mr. Seckler? Correct. Any objection? No. So admitted. Uh, the fifth exhibit would be a response uh, pursuant to the Freedom of Information Act from the city of Aurora, uh, requested, having requested records uh, of utility bills and payments for the candidate, Tiffany M. Stevens, from 2017 through the present day uh, as of December 14, 2022, um, and the responsive records that uh, were tendered pursuant to that. Mr. Seckler, I believe you said City of Aurora. Do you oh, mean the Boyer response? I, I apologize. City of Naperville. Yeah. Understood. So exhibit number five is the uh, FOIA response from the City of Naperville. Any objection? No. So admitted. And exhibit six is a, a, a compilation of public records uh, showing a various paycheck protection program loan data uh, that the candidate and uh, other uh, related individuals re received. Um, pursuant to the PPP or Paycheck Protection Program, um, and various from either ProPublica uh, and uh, as well as uh, federalpay.org, which all uses the small business associations. Um, it's a, a very large uh, .csv file that has all of this loan data. They compile it and put it together. So we've provided that um, in showing that uh, the candidate is named, the loan uh, amounts, the amounts forgiven, the times that that was provided, and her location uh, according to those loans, which I'll say Aurora, Illinois, in, as of 2021. 20, Any objection to the admission of Exhibit 6, the web page data regarding the PPP? No. So admitted. Uh, that would be the, the whole of our exhibits that we'd, we'd want to offer. Um, and and I, I think I, I think at this time I do want to call I think I, 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 I do want to call the candidate as a witness. Understood. Any objection to having the candidate remain where she's sitting? Was there? I, I have no objection to that. Is that okay with the candidate as well? Miss um, Court Reporter, could you please swear in the candidate? Yes. Uh, Mr. Suckley, you can proceed. Thank you. Uh, good morning, Ms. Stevens. Can you please state and spell your name for the record? Um, 
Tiffany Steffens, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, Steffens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S. Thank you very much. Uh, and, and what do you, what do you, what is your occupation? Founder of Kids Teen Writer, Vice President. And where do you reside? 3103 Anna Marie Lane, Naperville, uh, Illinois. How long have you resided there? I moved in, uh, bought a new home, moved there June 30th, 2022. Uh, are you registered to vote there? Yes. Uh, and it, it was stipulated before, but to, to confirm you voted in the 2022, uh, November 8th, 2022 general election in, from that address, is that correct? Yes. Um, prior to the, li, there, uh, to the, your current address, where did you live? I lived at my office at 1240 Iroquois Avenue. Where's, in, in what city? In Naperville, Illinois, in, 60563. Uh, were you registered to vote there? No. Okay. Uh, did you have any utility bills that went there? Only for the business. The business was closed due to COVID. Yeah. Uh, the, in in 27, in, uh, starting in 2017, did you reside at 500 Station Boulevard? No. No? It was a mailing address. It was a mailing address? Yes. So who resides there? A friend. Yeah. Uh, but you were registered to vote there. I wanted, yes, I wanted to vote in the election, so I used that as a mailing address to vote. Uh, and you did vote? Yes. You voted in 2018, is that correct? Yes. And you voted in 2020, 2020 is that correct? That was the presidential election, so I really yeah. wanted to vote, so I voted there. Uh, and when you voted, did you, do you recall if you signed a, a voter application when you, how did, all right, strike that. I don't, I don't recall. Uh, how did you? During 2020, there's a lot going on during COVID, I really don't recall on. How did, how. do you recall how you voted in those elections? I went to the. Objection, if you wish. Yeah, I don't. Or, no, not how, not, I mean, if you voted by mail, in person, early, sorry. In person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not asking how, who she voted. Um, okay, in person. Do you, uh, and you currently pay your uh, city of Naperville utility bills, is that correct? Yes. And when did you start, you, did you start paying those in uh, June of? When I closed on my new home. Okay. Uh, but, and you say that you pay, did you pay any other city of Naperville utility bills or any other bills uh, prior to June 30th, 2022 and after say 2017? No. Did you, do you have any, any mails or bills directed to you uh, at uh, whatever, uh, at an address other than uh, 500 Station Boulevard that uh, prior to June, uh, prior to June of, June 30th of 2022? 
No, I don't. Uh, on your, on, uh, did you file taxes in 2021 for 2021? Yes. Uh, on your tax return, what address was there? I used my mailing, the mailing address. The 500 Station Boulevard? Yes. Uh, and 2020, did you file to, for tax, with tax, file to pay taxes? Yes, mailing uh, address. Same mailing address? Yes. And to be clear, we're, when you're referring to the mailing address, it's 500 Station Boulevard, apartment 501, Aurora, Illinois? Yes. Um, and is there any other, uh, any other lo uh, locations that you have, uh, would claim a residence to? I stayed at friends' homes, friends and family homes, and I had lived at the 1240 Iroquois Avenue. Uh, was COVID during that time, um, and I had nowhere else to go, so that's where I was at the office and at friends' homes that resided in Naperville. But you kept, did you ever stay at 500 Station Boulevard? No, sir. Not once? No, sir. Okay. Uh, but you, you voted from that address? Voted. It's, it's important for my voice to be heard, so I wanted to vote, yes. But you didn't register to vote in any location in Naperville? Is that correct? Dur during that, prior to, June, prior to November of 2022 and after November, uh, after October of 2017, between that time, you did not register to vote in any location in the city of Naperville, from the city of Naperville? No, I used the address that I got permission to use. My friends and family didn't feel comfortable, so I used that 500 that allowed me to use that address to vote. And I'm gonna direct you to uh, what was been marked and entered as Objectors Exhibit 1, which is your special warranty deed recognize this document? Yes. Uh, if I can direct your attention to where under the, on the paragraph under where it says special warranty deed, uh, it, there's, it's in all caps, it says conveys to. Do you see that? Yes. Uh, and you see, see it says your name's Tiffany Stevens, a single woman, grantee, and then uh, what does it say after that? Okay, residing at 500 Boulevard, the mailing address. And, but it says residing at, is Yes, that? I had to use okay. that. I didn't know at the time I had to use that in order for me to find where did I stay or where was my mail coming from. So I put the 500, that's the address I was allowed to use.
I think uh, I have nothing further. Uh, thank you. Is that the conclusion of your case in chief? Uh, other than I'd reserve argument, but sure. Yeah. Any cross examination? Uh, no, but I would reserve the right to call her later if need be. Thank you. Um, candidates, questioning is concluded at this time. Um, Mr. Seckler, you can conclude your um, case. Uh, thank you very much. Um, so, what the un unrebutted documents show and what the testimony further shows is that the candidate in 2017 or 2016 abandoned one one residence uh, with that was within the city of Naperville and then the ambiguity is according to the candidate what where she actually resided after that right whether it was in an office building a non-residential location or at the address that she had consistently provided uh, at, with um, most recently on the deed providing her uh, granting her her current residence in the city but that was in June, so that would be with it not, not within. Uh, it would not meet the durational one-year requirement. Um, and every other address, every other document, every other uh, her, her own testimony shows that it all. She used the 500 Station Boulevard uh, as a residence of. Yeah, she says she, the, the candidate, while saying and the legend, she doesn't didn't live there. Every other piece of uh, evidence that is a, a either a sworn statement or a certified public, public record is uh, shows that she has in the past declared that to be her residence, um, and that uh, one especially if we're talking about voting, not only registering to vote, but she voted from the Aurora address, and that's important because when you do vote, especially when you vote in person, you sign a sworn affidavit saying that you have resided in that district or that put that subdivision at that address in that precinct for a certain amount of days, I believe 30 days prior to that election. It, and so that's a sworn statement. So either it is, it, it, there are other issues uh, in, in what the candidate has done um, and uh, we don't wanna go down those paths necessarily, but the problem is she's made sworn statements and under, and really we look to the Maxim case, it's the Rahm Emanuel case, uh, Maxim versus uh, Board of Election Commissioners. Uh, that case really is the, the seminal case, I guess, on, on what, how we uh, define a residency case. And while a lot of this question is of intent, but intent is shown not only is one, one part testimony and other part actions. And the actions here and the documents wholly outweigh anything about just being a mailing address. Um, the documents show, uh, conclusively, and show that the, the candidate, and the one part of the testimony was important, the candidate filed tax returns, so she told the IRS that she lives in Aurora. She told the federal government, the, the Small Business Association, in getting her PPP loans, that she lives in the city of Aurora. She, she didn't pay any Naperville utility bills, um, and. Uh, and Naperville has it, its own system of be paying directly to the city, the utility bills, as this board knows. She hasn't paid that until about, I believe, August when she moved into her current uh, residence. Uh, we've shown 
the duplicate tax bill of the 500 Aurora just establishes there may be, have been some confusion on, on someone's part. Uh, as the deed, for example, says the 500 Station Boulevard is in Naperville, but it's Naperville Township, not the city of Naperville. It's uh, in the city of Aurora. Uh, and understanding that, that there is some confusion, of course, with naming of townships uh, versus cities, but that doesn't excuse that the fact that that's in the city of Aurora. Um, and that is where she, her address has been located at, a permanent address that uh, she has been using for uh, from about 2016, 2017 through, uh, or from 2017 through uh, at, at earliest June 30th, 2022. Um, that's really so what we have here. So the standard is first, did she abandon her initial residence in the city of Naperville? And that the question, the answer is yes. She did not reside wherever she was living in uh, before October 17th, 2017. She, she was not residing there. There was no specific address. Uh, the only address that she has ever claimed it, uh, in reality for any type of residence, mailing or otherwise, was in Aurora. She didn't register. Uh, there are specific provisions for those experiencing homelessness or otherwise that uh, to register uh, to vote or, and to vote within the, uh, the municipality of your choice or in the district of your choice. She didn't do that in this case. She registered to vote in, at, in, in, in a, at, a, at a residence address uh, in the city of Aurora. Um, she could have, and while she only voted in the uh, general election, she was entitled under that voter registration and her residency to vote, for example, in the 2021 city of Aurora elections or in the Naperville Township elections, but in the school board elections. But in this, uh, she could not vote in the city of Naperville elections um, because she wasn't a registered voter. She wasn't a resident of the city of Naperville. Um, and that's just, it's, it's not our job to you know, say what we should, you know, uh, what the law should be necessarily. It is what the law is. And in this case, I think the overwhelming evidence shows, and uh, despite the candidate's contention that it was simply a mailing address, uh, that her only address that she would had established uh, prior to, uh, in the relevant time prior to June, uh, June 30th, 2022, was uh, at 500 Station Boulevard in the city of Aurora, just not the city of Naperville. Um, and therefore, uh, she has not met those residences. She has abandoned the prior, prior, uh, prior, prior residence. She has established residency, uh, affirmed it in the city of Aurora, and she had not abandoned that residence until June 30th of 2022 at the earliest. And therefore, she is not qualified to seek and hold the office of mayor of the city of Naperville because she has not met the one-year residency requirement. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Seckler. Is the candidate ready for their case in chief? Yes, actually, the board's rules do provide that I have the ability to make a motion for a directed finding at this time. And for the non-lawyers in the room, what that means is that I have the ability to say that the objector has not met his burden of proof in this instance. So I would like to make a motion for a directed finding at this time. 
the objector has the burden of proof in these cases by Illinois law and also under the board's rules. And he has not proved that the candidate has not been a resident in the city of Naperville for a year prior to the election. So from a legal perspective, this case involves the trifecta of residency law under the Illinois election code, durational residency under the Illinois municipal code, and also homelessness and homeless laws as they are articulated in the election code. And I want to read you a section of the election code. Section 10 ILCS, which is Illinois compiled statutes, five backslash three dash two A, says that a permanent abode is necessary to constitute a residence. However, later that same section of the election code says, nothing in this section shall be construed to prevent homeless individuals from registering to vote under the provisions of this act. And the definition of homeless, homeless individuals under the election code means any person who has a non-traditional residence, including but not limited to a shelter, day shelter, park bench, street corner, or space under a bridge. That's the definition under section 1-2 of the election code. So the election code requires that for homeless individuals to vote, they have to have a mailing address. That's under section 3-2B of the election code. And under the election code, a mailing address shall constitute a homeless individuals residence for voting purposes. Um, and the, the, that section of the election code says a mailing address of a homeless individual may include, but is not limited to, a shelter, day shelter, or private residence. And when homeless individuals go to register to vote, there's several ways that they can satisfy that residency requirement for a registration official. They can demonstrate that by the use of a piece of mail addressed to the individual at the mailing address, or they can uh, furnish two forms of ID. So in this instance, we do not dispute, and in fact, we stipulated that she was registered to vote at 500 Station Drive in Aurora in 2017. Now, we also stipulated she did not vote at all from 2020 to 2022 prior to this past election when she voted at the Will County registration address where she's living. Her statement of candidacy and her petitions, which are already a board exhibit before you, demonstrate that as of the date she filed her nomination papers, she was a resident at the location at the Anna Maria Drive where she's currently living, which is her home where she lives. <clears throat> but the objector has to prove that for a year prior to the election, she did not live in Naperville. The only evidence in the record regarding where she lives is her testimony that she lived at her office space in Naperville and that she was using the 500 station Boulevard address as a mailing address for homeless purposes. Now, it's sad that this, that this matter is before you today under the guise of an election case because it's really an attempt to shame and humiliate someone who's been a community leader in Naperville for 20 years. Uh, so I would say at this point, if the board looks at the evidence before it that's in the record, there's no proof at all related to her residency other than her testimony as to where she has been living and that she satisfied the requirements of the election code and the durational residency required of the municipal code. So we would request a finding in her favor without having to put on our case. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, obviously, we disagree that 
the, the evidence is ample. Um, first, I, I uh, thank counsel for bringing up section 3-2, uh, subparagraph B um, in, in red, uh, that for the purpose of this act, a mailing address shall constitute a homeless individual's residence for voting purposes. Um, I think that helps show and that if there are options, you know, we're, this is not an attack on someone experiencing homelessness or anything like that. This is about uh, where the person was, it, it, did the person meet the mandatory qualification requirements under the municipal code? And in this case, the candidate had an option if she was, you know, it's not about her, her, her then situation or, or anything like that. It is, she chose to register to vote at it, even if it was her mailing address, as she stated, under the election code, that is what you use as her residence address. That's what's determined that. And there is nothing, everything in the record that the objector has proffered shows definitively that her at the at that time and up until June of 2022 that her residence was in the city of Aurora uh, and that, that and that that's really it and it would be we would posit that it is then her burden to somehow prove that she was actually living in the city of, and, and residing in the city of Naperville uh, while being registered to vote in Aurora, while, while being, while telling the federal government that she's in the city of Aurora, while voting from the city of Aurora. Um, so that would be on her burden to prove that somehow she was still a resident of the city of Naperville at this time, because it is clear from the evidence we submitted um, that she could not have been without otherwise breaking the law. Any rebuttal? Not at this time. Uh, so board, you have before you a, a motion for a directed finding and um, what's being alleged by the candidate is that the objector has failed to prove the threshold requirements to establish that the candidate did not have residency. The general standard for a motion for a directed finding is whether in order to grant a motion for a directed finding in favor of the candidate, you'd have to find that no reasonable electoral board could find based on the evidence presented that the objection standard has been met. Um, if you um, grant the motion for a directed finding, the case would end here. And um, that would be the completion of the record. We prepare some findings to that extent. If you deny the motion for directed finding, the candidate would then have an opportunity to put on her case. Um, the case that you've heard so far has been the objector's case. Um, you have the exhibits and the stipulations that are entered, um, and you've had the argument on behalf of the candidate. Uh, I can answer any questions that you may have. I have a couple questions. <clears throat> so, uh, Mr. Seckler has, has indicated that <clears throat> by signing the PPP to this address, mail address and the, and the registered voter that, that uh, if that was not, uh, in, that was not her uh, true um, uh, residency, that that uh, perhaps is a, a series of other potentially illegal representations uh, in different ways. Let's, let's assume that, that that is correct for a second. Um, 
Is there anything in our election code that would prohibit a candidate from being on the ballot uh, because they perhaps uh, had, had used an incorrect address for a PPP loan or, or taxes or something like that? At, at this point, I think that is, um, there's not an answer to that question. There's nothing that would say that an allegation would prevent someone from being on uh, the code. It would have to be proven through you know, some type of uh, criminal violation. I imagine that there are certain criminal offenses if proven and uh, someone's convicted that may make them ineligible or unqualified for election, but at this point we don't have that situation in front of us. There are only uh, facts that have been revealed today that are part of uh, an analysis of the election code. So an allegation of it or an implication of it wouldn't disqualify someone from? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Who, who is that, uh, who is the, the apartment at 500 uh, Station Boulevard? Is it is it in uh, Miss Stephens? Uh, name or can I ask that question? Yeah, Mayor, I think that's beyond the scope right now. Okay. That might be a, an issue that the candidate would offer as part of their testimony. But right now we have to rule on the motion for directed uh, finding based on the evidence that's in the record. Okay. Um, the Iroquois office, can I ask a question about that that's been presented? No, I don't think we can add anything to the record. I think okay. the, uh, the motion for directed finding has to be made up based on what's on the, in the record right now. Okay. Okay. Um, just to try and provide a little bit of help, the appropriate motion would be to grant the motion for a directed finding or to deny the motion for a directed finding. Sure, I can frame the motion as um, the motion is to grant um, the candidate's motion for a directed finding. Can I make a motion and second it? So moved. Second. Okay, we have a motion and a second uh, to uh, grant the uh, motion of, what's, what's the term? The candidate's motion for a directed finding. Directed finding. Uh, Roko. Chair Coe. Aye. Pin, um, Pinterlon. Aye. Gallagher. No. Okay, the motion. The motion for a directed finding is granted. That would conclude uh, the evidence that needs to be offered at this time. All right. So the Mr. Mayor, if we could have a, um, a, a brief recess of, uh, uh, I'd say, 15 minutes so we can prepare the written findings and come back and adopt those, and then we can move to the end of the agenda. Okay, very good. Uh, we'll recess for a few minutes here, uh, allowing them to put this finding uh, uh, on paper.
calling the uh, meeting back to order. A proposed written decision has been prepared that I am circulating for all the board's review. I, make, I recommend that the board make a motion to approve and adopt the written decision granting the motion, the candidate's motion for directed findings. Board again, I recommend uh, the board make a motion to approve and adopt the written decision granting the candidate's motion for a directed finding. Motion handed along. Second. Uh, roll call. Jericho. Aye. Gallahue. Aye. Kendra Long. Aye. Motion passes 3-0. A copy of the written decision is hereby marked as Exhibit D-6. Uh, any objection to admitting it as part of the record? The exhibit will be admitted and made part of the record. Board, a motion is needed to close the hearing on case number 22-03, Ahmad Poor versus Steffens. Does the um, board have any other business today? We need the motion to close the motion to hearing. Close first? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, thank you. Motion to close. Second. All in favor? Aye. Okay. Opposed? Okay. Does the board have any other business today? Ms. Uh, Ms. Uh, Clerk Bright, is there anybody signed up for public comment? Okay, hearing that there are none, uh, may I have a motion to adjourn? So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Thank you. This uh, hearing is now adjourned.